All right, welcome to our study in the New Testament, day 29, which is Matthew chapter 21 today. And chapter 21 has Jesus entering Jerusalem on a donkey and overturning the money changers' tables at the temple. And, you know, those are some of the big things. He had a great following of believers um, at that time, uh, but the chief priests were against him. Uh, they were, you know, they felt basically he was um, against them and that he was threatening their authority. He didn't have very many good things to say about the religious leaders, the elders in charge at that time. He told parables and Jesus healed people and explain things in a way that um, really a lot of the chief priests didn't understand. He amazed his disciples and the people um, of the day there with what he did. He made a fig tree wither and die. He told the people that if they had faith, they too could do that to a fig tree or make a mountain move. I'll go ahead and read the first parable that he told in this chapter that started in uh, verses in verse 28 and went through 32. Parable of the two sons. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? The first, they answered. Then Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. And this was Jesus talking um, to some of the religious leaders of the day. And um, it's kind of in their face, isn't it? I mean, the comments of Jesus are basically telling those chief priests that they're doing it all wrong and that the worst sorts of people, the most immoral people, are going are actually going to enter heaven before the chief priests and elders would. And I would imagine this had to have chapped their hides a little bit and made them pretty angry. Then Jesus told another parable aimed at pointing out that those who reject him will be rejected by God. And once once again, he is predicting his own death, and he's challenging the way that the leaders of the church operate and how they think. I'll go ahead and read that parable, too. It starts uh, verses, let's see, 33, it looks like. Um, listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. When the harvest time approached, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect his fruit. 
The tenants seized his servants. They beat one, killed another, and stoned a third. Then he sent other servants to them more than the first time, and the tenants treated them the same way. Last of all, he sent his son to them. They will respect my son, he said. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, this is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. So they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? He will bring those wretches to a wretched end, they replied, and he will rent the vineyard to other tenants who will give him his share of the crop at harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures the stones the builder the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in his eyes. Therefore, I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit. Anyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard Jesus' parables, they knew he was talking about them. They looked for a way to arrest him but they were afraid of the crowd because the people held that he was a prophet. So um, Jesus was telling the chief priests something that was very difficult for them to accept, that they were doing it wrong, that they didn't understand what was most important, and that they were more concerned about looking good to the people than actually following God. And he was demonstrating a new way of following God, that of being a servant, of being willing to sacrifice everything. And that's one thing that I think uh, John the Baptist understood about Jesus uh, and about Jesus' way of thinking. Do you remember when John the Baptist was talking about Jesus and said, he must become greater and I must become less? I think that's a pretty profound statement that John made. Um, And it says it so well in just a few words. What Jesus basically taught that, that we must become less. Christ must take over more and more and more of us until there's nothing left of us. And we are only Christ. I think Jesus taught that. And, and we have to be willing to, you know, that, that, that we have to be willing to sacrifice everything. And John the Baptist understood that he must become less. And I think Paul, later when we read the, all of Paul's letters, Paul understood that too, that he uh, was transformed, that we can all be transformed, that we no longer live, but rather Christ lives through us. And it's a new way of thinking thinking that the religious leaders in Jesus' time really did not see clearly. Uh, Instead, Jesus' disciples and maybe some tax collectors and prostitutes did see it clearly and believed. So hopefully that's good uh, to ponder and think about today. I'll go ahead and uh, go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you for your teachings, and uh, as we look at the way this was really stretching and challenging to some of the people in Jesus' day, 
Lord, help us, each of us, to be stretched and uh, challenged and molded more to your thinking because we know your thinking is God's thinking, and that's what we want. Help us to... um, to get more and more like you in all that we do. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.